Hello and welcome to Michael's Record Collection, where we talk about great music with the people who make it and with the people who love it. I'm your host, Michael Citro, and this is episode number 112. A very special treat for you, bringing back my friend Ben Montgomery from the excellent Records Revisited podcast. Ben and I went to a concert together recently and saw Cheap Trick. It was the first ever show at a new venue in Clearwater, Florida called The Sound at Coachman Park. Ben got us the tickets. We went, we had a great time, but we're here to review both the concert and the venue itself. So whether you like Cheap Trick or you're thinking about going to see them, you might be interested in our thoughts on how they sounded and how they performed. And if you're thinking of going to a show at The Sound at Coachman Park, maybe you can get a few tips from our experiences so your experience may be better than ours was. Although, we, like I said, we had a good time. We're going to give you the good and the bad about all of it. Before we get to that, I'd like to remind you to please go to michaelsrecordcollection.com. There are links there to everything. You can sign up to get my free e-newsletter every week in your mailbox. You can also uh, visit my Patreon through the link there on michaelsrecordcollection.com and find out how you can support this independent podcast for as little as $2 per month. There are also links there to my social media sites, but I'll just tell you what they are right now. At Mike's Records on Twitter and at Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Feel free to drop me a line at michaelsrecordcollection at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know how I'm doing. Ask a question. Tell me what's on your mind. All right. Without further ado, let's get to that discussion with Ben Montgomery from Records Revisited about our experience seeing Cheap Trick. Here we go. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to Michael's Record Collection. This week, I am talking to someone who loves music. And if you've uh, listened to this show before or his show, you know that Ben Montgomery from Records Revisited Podcast loves him some music. Ben, welcome back to the show. Greetings. How are you? Doing good. I thought we'd uh, we'd bring you back uh, because we, you and I, just a couple of weeks ago. Went who canceled to... on you? Who canceled <laughs> on you? No one canceled. I did have a I did have a, a postponement, but nobody canceled. I just want to talk about the cheap trick show that we went to a couple of weeks yeah. ago over in Clearwater, Florida. And uh you and I uh went with a friend of yours as well. And uh that was a it was a good time. But why don't you start by telling me how you came to get free tickets for the first ever show at this new venue in Clearwater? Obviously, I go to way too many concerts because I must be on their list of, hey, this guy has gone to a lot of our shows. And um, so I'm talking about Ruth Eckert Hall. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm one of their subscribers and I've donated in the past to Ruth Eckert. Well, they are connected with the sound at Coachman Park is what this new venue is called. And they were Cheap Trick was going to be the inaugural performer. And they were giving out free tickets and they said, you can pick between one and four tickets. And I'm like, I'll pick four tickets. Thank you. And, um, I mean, granted it was in the middle of the week and you know, all, all of my buds are over here in, in Orlando area. So I did round up you and, Mm -hmm. and my Wilco buddy, Don, um, and, uh, yeah. So I still had one ticket. I even threw it out there on Twitter and said, Hey, anybody wants to come hang out with us? Um, <laughs> and obviously nobody wanted to hang out with us. I kind of took that personally. Yeah. I didn't know that, but now I I'm taking it personally. 
Um, I actually, I don't think I knew you had a fourth ticket. I probably could have found someone. Uh, well, I so so it was actually supposed to go to one of my other concert buddies, and then he kind of bowed out like a week before because he he and I were were going to the Cure the following night, also mm-hmm. in Tampa, and um, so he's like. Yeah, I don't know if I want to drive over twice. <laughs> and I'm like, I totally understand that. And um, so he he begged out. But yeah, um, I had an extra ticket. I could have could have given that to yeah. one of your one of your buds. All Sorry. Right. Well, that's okay. I uh, blame blame Steve. Blame, blame Steve. It's all right. Steve's fault. So it's all Steve's fault. We Having made that drive with you on June 28th, uh, I can understand why you wouldn't want to do that two nights in a row. <laughs> that was that was crazy. So you guys had your own uh, traffic problems. I had a little bit of a traffic problem getting on 429. Come to find out the following day that there was a fatality on the 429. Um, so that was, it, and it was on the other side of, of the highway, but because mm-hmm. all the looky loos were looking to see, you know, can I see blood on the highway? Not good. No. no. And, uh, so we, we all, we had a, a late start getting there and, um, that essentially bit us in the ass cause we were going to stop and get some good food mm-hmm. instead of, <laughs> Instead of venue food, <laughs> instead of venue food, food truck food. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do we want to just get into the venue? Cause that, that, those are, that's one of my complaints. Yeah. Let's start with the venue. This, so that this was the first ever show at the sound yes. at Coachman Park. So that's kind of cool. We got to be the guinea pigs for this. And as you pull up, uh, as you walk up to this venue, it's, it's right on the water. It's an outdoor amphitheater. It's a nice looking facility. Yeah. Uh, it's attached to a park. So it looks looks like a park. And then you get down in there and everything looks nice and everything. But yeah, the the venue had and, and I even thought that they had pretty good bathroom facilities and stuff. But they did. the the uh, the food choices, like I expected, like some concessions or something, but it was all food trucks parked off to the side and food trucks are they, they can be great. Or they can be not so great. And the other thing about food trucks, though, is that they tend to not be super fast. Correct. So people line up and, uh, you know, we still got in there before a lot of people did. And we had to go and find some food. And and then we kind of, at least I based my decision on the shortest line rather than. I did, I, I did too. <laughs> I did too. Which. Which in hindsight was a big mistake because I, I got in two different lines and neither one of the lines in five minutes moved at all. So I moved, you know, so I moved from one line to another, got in that line. It didn't move as well. So I'm like, all right, what's moving? Well, I ended up getting like a homemade corn dog with French fries with Mm -hmm. some, I don't know, whatever the, whatever they put on it. The fries were good. Okay. Yeah, I think That's I was not, at the same truck. <laughs> I think you went to the same truck as, as, yes. as, and and so my buddy Don, I think he missed most of Junior's set, didn't he? Yeah, the opener was uh, was Robin Taylor Xander, who is the son of 
Robin Zander of Cheap Trick. He just was call, just call him Junior. Junior was the opener. And yeah, so he got back, I think, about two thirds of the way into the set for the yeah. opener. And it was, I mean, but his tacos looked pretty good. They were they really did. soupy. Did you did you notice how soupy the tacos were? Yes, I did. And and that jibed with my boom boom chicken from that same truck as it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a mess. Yeah. It did not, it did not make me feel good eating that afterwards. But uh so the food could have been better. I mean, maybe there were better options that none of us chose, but that would have required yeah. more time. Uh and then they had like a normal concession stand that had like your typical popcorn and hot you know soft pretzel and sodas and candy and stuff i wanted a meal yeah same um but so we 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 found some seats and we were we were able to it was general admission in the area that we were in so we we scoped out a pretty good spot and we had a good view everything seemed to be pleasant but i will tell you it was a very very hot night the air was not moving in that place, despite the uh, the fans that were under the. Uh, the I can't imagine. I can't imagine a show going on right now, mm. like like that wasn't even at the height of how hot it's been here in Florida. Yeah. So the ventilation's not great. Yeah. Um. You. I would have thought that they would have maybe created a little better ventilation system coming off of the the water maybe yeah but there was really only a couple spots within the amphitheater that could have even picked that up and then the fans were really way high up Mm -hmm. so there was no circulation going on in there no it was it was very hot in there i was sweating balls yeah same same so so Robin Jr. Uh, did his set, and I will say I wasn't familiar with his music. I didn't check no, out didn't, his stuff. I didn't either. Um, from what I heard, it was it was pleasant enough. Uh, maybe I'll check it out deeper at some point, but I didn't really get into it. But it was fine. Yeah, that's how I felt. It was fine. Yeah. Um, I will say that that's when I noticed that, and th- it was the first night, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but that's when I first noticed that when he spoke between songs, that's when you could tell it sounded a little fuzzy. There wasn't it wasn't yeah. crisp and and a, a nice crisp uh, audio experience, right? And I expected so we were just a little off to the 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 left of center, um, but we weren't super far back. I mean, we were probably what I, I would say we were middle of the amphitheater itself mm-hmm. yeah. about where we were. Um, I would have expected that kind of fuzz if I'm sitting on the lawn, um, at mid Florida amphitheater, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good analogy, but, uh, it, and it carried on into cheap trick too, when they talked in between songs. Now the music was fine and the singing was fine, but it wasn't like, it was that when they're just talking, you need to be able to understand what they're saying. Right. And, uh, and I think that was a little bit off and maybe they've fixed that since then, but, uh, you know, which is kind of a shame because, you know, we know that Rick Nielsen has a lot of opinions (laughs) and, um, likes to, you know, pontificate about certain things. And, um, I didn't understand half of what he was saying. Yeah. Most of what, most of what he was saying from what I could gather was that, um, this song wasn't a hit, but it should have been, 
<laughs> right. There was a lot of that. Yeah. And I think he mentioned a couple of times that, Hey, you know, it's, it's hotter than balls out here. Yeah. I think he said, think he and, said that. And he had the most clothes on of anybody. <laughs> yes, for sure. A jacket and a hat and everything. let's get into the show this was a you and i both looked at setlist fm they had been rotating songs in and out of their set list yeah um, some of them and i was kind of excited hoping that maybe we would see the house is rocking with domestic problems but we didn't get that one we didn't we didn't get that but we did get some of the other ones that i was interested in and what we did get was a good chunk of at budokan we got what seven songs off of budokan yeah, something like that. It was, yeah. it, it was, it's, they started off with the old hello there, which they always do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, went into just got back and then big eyes, which is another at Budokan song and, and one of, one of my favorites. So I'm glad we got that one. And then I was, I was hoping for something that I wasn't necessarily expecting. And I don't, I didn't remember seeing this in their set list, but we got borderline from the next position, please album. And I, I like that song. It's not my favorite one from that album, but I was happy to get something a little bit under the radar. Yeah, that was okay. And this is this was your first time seeing Cheap Trick. It was. Yeah, it, it was. In fact, I am. Um, I, I'm not a super big fan of Cheap Trick, even as even though Wayne and I listened to Live at Budokan. My gosh, I. Who, who knows how many hundreds of times we listened to that in high school. That was one of our go-to cassettes that, that never left, never left the Ford Maverick back in junior and, and uh, senior year of high school. Um, so I, I didn't know a lot of the deeper cuts. I, I started doing at the beginning of, of June, I started doing um, the, well, you can go on Twitter hashtag, cheap trick a day and so i was trying to listen to one cheap trick album per day um i kind of had timed it where i was like i think i'll be able to listen to every single album by the time we see them and then of course i didn't listen to an album a day like i was (laughs) going to so um so there were there were i know that i've listened to most or if not all of the 70s and 80s output at at some point Mm -hmm. whether it was over at a friend's house whether it was older brother of a friend who had it on um you know i've i of course had you know the cassette of budokan so i knew all those songs and then of course i had lap of luxury i think everybody had a cassette or the cd of that back in 88 but i you know i i kind of rediscovered some of some of the really good albums from the 70s i mean 
I was very familiar with the with the first album, which did we what did we get off the of first album? I think we got uh, He's a Whore, right? We definitely yeah, that was the next song I was gonna get to. We got to he yeah. we got He's a Whore. And also uh I thought we got another one from that. I think that was it. That might have been it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was it. And then um Yeah, because we didn't get come on, come on, we didn't get no um, kitties or any of that. Nope, didn't get it. Didn't get any of those. Um, got four from from In Color. Um, we got what one from Heaven Tonight, which was you know of course Surrender. Um, I would have liked to have heard more from Heaven Tonight. Yeah, Heaven Tonight. We, I could have stood to to hear a few more from that one. This was my third time seeing them, but my first time in many many years since the late eighties. Okay. And so I didn't know what I was going to get into because I hadn't seen him in so long. Like you said, they after Borderline did it. He's a whore. They did California Man, the the move cover, which is great. And then one of the highlights of the show for me was Ain't That a Shame, uh, the Fats Domino cover. And they did it just like at Budokan with yep. Dax Nielsen, um, Rick's son, was on drums, and he did everything the way Bunny Carlos did on that live album at Budokan. Yeah, you you wouldn't have known that Bunny wasn't there. Dax was good, and and Robin Jr. came out to provide some extra backing vocals and extra guitar as well. Yep. And uh, and Rick and of course uh, Tom and uh, Robin, the three main guys. Uh, after ain't that a shame? We got light up the fire. We got need your love, and uh, that's a that's a good long one. 
you like the uh, the jam in the middle, I don't know if you were digging the jam. I wasn't digging the jam. <laughs> uh, you got stop this game and downed, and which, then we which junior wasn't junior junior yes, sang that one. junior sang the lead vocal on that one, and then we got yeah. the bass solo, which you turned to me and you were like, "So self indulgent." It really was. It was good. I mean, yeah. Tom's For a great. bass solo, it yeah, was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tom's great, but it was self-indulgent. But I will say that uh, they earned Tom, it. Tom did vocals, lead vocals on one song, and Tom's voice has seen some better days. Well, should should we get to? We'll get there. Okay. <laughs> we'll get All, there. Right. All right. Uh, All right. After the bass solo, we got "I Know What I Want," which was fun. That was a good one. Yeah. And then we got the flame. So this is what you were referring to. And I noticed this the same when you and I went to see Night Ranger. I noticed the same thing is that some of these older guys, they still can sing with the power. But when they have to hit pitch in a ballad, it's not always there. Yeah, it's and that's a high, high song anyways. Um, even and we're what? 35 years removed from that yeah so it it sounded rough um i think this is where the sound of the amphitheater also failed the song because mm -hmm. i i don't think it was all robin um, right and i also because we also both agreed that we thought that the guitar didn't sound right in that no, song as well it did not it it sounded off and I, and I thought Rick kept going off the stage in the second half of this show. And I don't know if he was having monitor problems or well, Robin did too. Yeah. Or equipment problems or what, but yeah. they, they kept walking off and not, not in a place where you would expect them to walk off. Right. Right. So maybe just some gremlins, uh, first night gremlins that, that could be it. But, uh, after the flame, of course we got the, the big, like if this was a fireworks display we got the big uh grand finale oh, at the end oh, for for sure yeah we got i want you to want me the classic we got dream police we got surrender and then we got good night and you know that was what a, about a crisp 85 minute set for those guys yeah so the drive over there took longer than the show it really did <laughs> it really did uh holy crap three and a half hour drive to to clearwater i'm yeah. not yeah <laughs> that that makes me question some of my choices life choices yeah. life yeah it, it's crazy too because it's it's 18 songs but yeah, yeah. it's less than an hour and a half so you know you 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 look at an hour and a half or under concert and you, by a headliner and you feel a little cheated, but then you look at 18 songs and go, was I really cheated? No. I mean, they, they ended up doing another free show. I mean, free to us fans mm. a couple nights later. And I was looking at that set list. They, they did swap out a few songs off of that. Um, so Kings Kingsport, Tennessee got, she's tight. That would have been um, they, nice. They got that 70s song. Okay. Uh, um oh, all right. they got the they got the ballad of TV violence, which I would have I would have liked to have seen. Mm -hmm. Um and I think that that's really so they got 18 songs as well. And they probably got about the same amount of time as well. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but probably. you know, cheap tricks 
songs, most of them are very short. The, you know, obviously there are exceptions. Uh, Need Your Love is an exception and Gonna Raise Hell is an exception. Those are longer. And Big um, Eyes. Big Eyes Live is, yeah. They, yeah. they milk that. A I don't know how long they stretched out. Ain't that a shame? But that, that whole long instrumental part at the beginning is, it you seems time, to go by You didn't fast. time it? You didn't time it. I didn't time it, but man, it was so good. It was to me, like when they played that, I said it was worth the drive over just for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they still have a lot of energy. Um, they're not kids anymore, obviously, but still got pretty good energy and they still sounded good for the most part. There was, you know, we don't know how much the flame was how much of that had to do with the venue, yeah. how much of it had to do with, with Robin's voice. Um, but I think overall, especially for the price of absolutely free, it was a yeah. fantastic show. Yeah. I, so I, I was thinking about this on, on the drive home because you said, Hey, they still get, they still have a lot of energy. How much of that is dad, the dads trying to keep up with their kids who are in the band? Who are probably a lot of it, yeah. Because those those two are are they're legit. Yucker. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're and they're and they're legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was very impressed with with Dax Nielsen. I hadn't ever seen him before. Um, I'd caught a couple of YouTube clips, and I didn't really know what to expect from Robin Junior. Uh, but I thought that he did a good job, and I said this too: is like you don't need. You don't need to have backing tracks if you have a son who right. has a similar voice to you. You just yep. bring him out to the front of the stage and you let him sing and he fills out the sound. Right. And there were a few songs that I felt like maybe I was hearing Junior a little bit more than Dad. Yeah. Yeah. He was definitely uh just fine. Giving him a giving him a boost. Hey, it worked. Yeah, it's fine. It worked. Yeah, go for it. So what, a scale of one to 10, give me your, your first cheap trick experience. Well, I mean, do I, am I judging the entire experience or am just, I judging just judge the trick? show itself, not the venue and the, the, the lead up to the, the show. <laughs> so the show itself, I'd probably give it a solid 7.8. Okay. That's good. The, the venue. It's a solid 5.6. It's got potential, especially in the cooler. It does. It does. It uh, does on, but... a, on a breezy night when there might be more coming in off the Gulf than what we got that night. Yeah. And, and my other criticism, we haven't even, we didn't even talk about the chairs. So it oh, is the chairs. The chairs were bad. Like, were very like, bad. like 
so I, so I, I sometimes will host our family will host Thanksgiving dinner Mm -hmm. and we have the, you know, the, the folding chairs for the kiddies table, the extra table. I will say that the folding chairs that I have that I use maybe twice a year were better than those chairs that they made (laughs) us sit on. Yeah. I was, I was literally looking for any excuse to get up. So if there's a song that I liked, I would stand up. (laughs) (laughs) And it's, it's funny because it, because it's sloped and the chairs on the slope. So it's even hard to sit down on them. You're, you're wanting to slide off of them. Right. Right. I'm sure there were there were people behind us who were like, why are these two fat dudes getting up for he's a whore? <laughs> like, no, nobody is getting up for he's a whore. But we were. Like, we woo, were. I get to stand up. That's right. That's right. We didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't stay up for very many of the songs, mm-hmm. but I did get up because um, I had to stretch. Yeah. Every- and I felt like I was sliding. Yes. Because it, it was a little bit of a slope. Yeah. You know, that's that's part of the design of the amphitheater. But I I felt like I was sliding out of my chair half the yeah. time. I did too. It was it was not a comfortable seat and it was slippery. And uh yeah, you're right. And I was just I had to get up every few songs just to so that my back didn't seize up on me. And uh <laughs> and then uh, you know, of course, the down the stretch when they played that, you know, basically everything from the flame on. We didn't even sit down from that point on. No, we didn't. Yeah. And uh, and that was good. It was the AC, the AC in your car was very welcomed. Yes. By yes, the time we were by the time we were done with the and show. The, the cold beverages from Wawa were, yes. were great. Yeah. Or wherever shout, we stopped. Shout out to Wawa. <laughs> yeah. It was Wawa. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. there you have it that's our that's our review of the show that's our review of the venue um i would like to hear some opinions on on people that have gone since then to see what their experiences were like because any new place is going to you know take feedback and and try to work on stuff and maybe they fix some of it right away maybe some of it's longer term but um yeah if anybody at ruth eckard is listening to this and want to give me you know free tickets for john fogarty that's coming or I think Sammy Hagar is coming in October. Um, I'll go see and that, that, and, and, yeah, and if they want to give me, you know, some some free tickets so that I can, you know, give them a follow up to this, I'd be more than happy. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, actually, we'll wear it on actually, the show. <laughs> actually, now that I'm thinking about the three and a half hour drive, I don't know. 
<laughs> we just got to take the day off. That's, I think that was the problem. Yeah, we probably should have done Take that. A, at least a half day. That way we can leave at lunchtime and get over there and still in plenty of time. There's a couple good record shops in Clearwater area. We, yeah. we could have, yeah, we could have wasted the afternoon. And there is, um, I believe there's a, a, a pretty good like flea market type thing over in Lake Lakeland. Okay. So there's yeah. some, some places we could go and check out, yeah. but, uh, yeah, Ben Montgomery from Records Revisited. Remind folks where they can find you and your show. You can find us anywhere. Just Google it. <laughs> put it in Spotify. Put it in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever. Wherever you get your fine podcasts. We're, we're out there. You can get Records Revisited. And I will be on an upcoming episode with... Yeah, ben. you will. As we, uh, we talked to... The great Roger Klein of Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, formerly the Refreshments. And we talked about the Refreshments, fizzy, fuzzy, big and buzzy. Yeah, we did. That was a lot of fun. appreciate you having me on for that. So uh, yeah. you can find Records Revisited. I think they are at Podcast Records on Twitter. Yeah. you're. See, you're doing a better job. I'm so disillusioned <laughs> with the social media on all fronts right now. Yeah. I feel like the engagement is just... Nobody wants to be engaged right now. It's not so. a great place for it's not to be. It's really not. Anybody has a blue sky invitation, feel free to send it along. It can't be worse. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Michael's record collection. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching anyway. Um, yeah. Thanks Ben for being here. We, uh, we will do it again. This was fun. All right. Talk soon. Michael's Record Collection is hosted and produced by Michael Citro. Logo graphic courtesy of Jerry Cutchins. Follow Michael's Record Collection on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, and Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. If you like what you hear, you can support the show through our Patreon at patreon.com slash Michael's Record Collection. For the free newsletter version, go to substack.com and just type Michael's Record Collection into the search bar. Thanks for listening.